Hello there, everybody. This is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records, and today I'm going to give you a description of the PC3 CD entitled Clouds. Now, I have, over the years, accumulated a huge amount of cassette tapes. And one day I was going through these cassette tapes just to see what I had and see what was in there, because it had been years since I'd even looked at them. And I found this tape that had a name written on it, and the name was Galactic Central Point. And that was a name that I was planning on using for a pipe choir side project (laughs) that I was doing back in like 1990 or something like that. It was the first idea that was like a PC3 idea, breaking away from the conventional songs and going off into some other direction, something separate from what I had been doing up until that point. So I decided to call it Galactic Central Point. And I think I got the name from, like, you know, Nova or something, or National Geographic. They had mentioned that there was this point in outer space that the universe revolved around. And I just thought that concept was, like, so cool and such a weird and interesting series of words. Galactic Central Point. So that was the name I chose for this side project that I was going to do. Okay, but what's weird is I have this cassette tape, right? And the name is written on the tape, but it's somebody else's handwriting. It's not my handwriting. And uh, when I popped the cassette tape in to listen to it, there were like four or five tracks on this cassette tape. And what they were were just these really simple keyboard lines that... I had recorded there were yeah there were like five of them and they were all very similar I could tell that I did them all at once I pressed play and record on my boombox that I was recording directly into and just did one idea waited a little bit and then started another idea and then waited a little bit etc etc so it was all done in one breath But this is like back in 1990 or 91. And I had completely forgotten that I had done that. And I played it for my wife and I listened to it for maybe like a few days. Like just, wow, this is, this is good. I mean, I can't believe it. So I decided that what I was going to do was go back into each one of these ideas on this cassette tape. And I would redo all the ideas. I would kind of like give each one of them a facelift and rethink them and and make them complete songs. And I decided what I would also do is make them each about 15 minutes long. I was making a lot of music at that time that was 15 minutes long for a few months. So each track would be 15 minutes long. And it's, it's about the length of time that a cloud would take to go across the sky. That's probably in there too. So that's what I started to do. I started to make the songs from this cassette tape, finished PC3 
ideas. It was clear at this point I could get away with doing instrumental music. Uh, There was an audience for it. So it just happened to be like kismet. Everything kind of came together. Now, at the same time that this happened, okay, um, okay, there's another aspect to this whole story, but I'm going to get to that. Later, First, I'm going to talk about the cover art and those things, and we'll get that out of the way. Okay. Um, so when you look at the CD, the very first thing you see is a picture of clouds. And uh, what I can tell you really quick about that is it is the same sky from the inside of Ad Astra 2. But it's just the sky. The ground is cropped out. Um, I have this weird kind of habit, and it's kind of laughable in some ways but whenever I have a camera in my hand and I'm outside I have a tendency to photograph clouds clouds are something that I I've always found to be uh, fascinating and beautiful to me anyway they're so majestic and they're so massive and they're moving so gracefully across the sky so slowly and um, I guess I've always kind of felt that you know most of the time we go through life looking at the ground we're dealing with what's in front of us and uh, there's something intriguing to me and there's something notable about looking up at these beautiful things that are there all the time it might sound a little corny but I don't care because I look at the clouds a lot and I'm inspired by them a lot so this idea of making a CD called clouds was probably just a matter of time so like I was saying with the front cover open the booklet up and the front cover and the back cover are all one picture from the Quabbin Reservoir and uh, it really has a lot of meaning to me the Quabbin Reservoir was a very happy place for my wife and I when the picture was taken So when you open up the booklet on the inside, there's another picture of clouds. And that picture was taken at Arlington Cemetery. I lived in D.C. My wife and I did. We lived there for one year. And when we decided to move there, one of the main reasons we wanted to was because we wanted to be able to visit the mall area as much as we could. And it was fantastic. It was the best thing to do because we both love that area and we both are inspired by those kinds of things, I guess. And uh, every time that we had been there and we had been there several times together and separately or whatever, uh, when we were younger, every time we went to the mall area in DC, we were always in a hurry and we had to leave. We had to go on to the next thing because everything was on a timeline. We didn't really have the chance to really take it all in and really get to see everything that we wanted to see. So when we did decide to move there for a year, one of the reasons was we wanted to be able to go there a lot and see everything that we could see and not have to hurry and and go there frequently. Sometimes just go there to go there and hang out. And that's exactly what we did and it was fantastic it was just so much fun and so great just such a great thing to do a weird thing to do I would imagine to some people 
But, you know, for my wife and I, it was really important to do because we love our country. <laughs> you know, we love America and we we love the history and we love the monuments and we love that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, not lost on us. You know, we're not too cool for it, you know. Um, so uh, this picture on the inside of the Clouds CD is taken on the escalator at Arlington Cemetery. Now, it's really kind of weird and kind of cool. Um, when you come out of the metro station at Arlington Cemetery, there's an escalator there. And you get on the escalator to go above ground to the cemetery. So when you're going up this escalator, it opens to the sky, to the open air. And you can't see the ground from the angle you're at. All you can see is the sky. So I'm going up this escalator one time with the camera in my hand. And of course, there's clouds there. So I start snapping pictures as I'm going up this escalator. And uh, that's what you see on the inside of the clouds CD. It reminds me of that time. It was really just such a wonderful way to spend your time was going to the Lincoln Memorial, you know, for no good reason. We grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, so this was not something that we had a lot of opportunity to do when we were growing up. It was just great for us, and that's what I remember when I see that picture. Uh, And that's why I chose those two pictures for this CD. Um, What you have on the actual CD disc face is this weird kind of swirl of clouds that I did in Adobe once back when I was first learning how to use Photoshop. It was like one of the first things I did. I took a picture of actually now that I'm (laughs) now that I'm looking at it, what it is, is a picture taken from an airplane. My wife and I were on our way to Pensacola, Florida. We went there more than once. Actually, I think it was taken, uh, yeah, okay. This picture on the inside CD uh, tray and the CD itself is taken from an airplane on our way to Pensacola for the turn of the millennium. We went to Pensacola to be on the beach when 1999 turned into 2000. And that's when this picture was taken. And uh, when I got home, I threw it into Adobe, like I have with all the millions of other cloud pictures I've taken. And I just started to play around with it. And when I started to assemble clouds, I found this file. And I thought, oh, you know, it's kind of cool looking. And I'm going to go right ahead and use that too. So there you go. Turn of the Millennium. That's what the CD disc face is. And that's what the tray is behind it. Yeah, that's what that is. See, I forgot about that. Now I remember. That's the good thing about doing these descriptions. Is like I said, I, I forget stuff. And it's a lot of fun to go back and try to remember and be reminded with all this stuff. It's good. Good to do. So, then you take the disc and you flip it over and you have a picture taken <laughs> of a single cloud. One little puff of cloud I thought that was a pretty cool picture when I took it. I still do. I think it was funny. The weird thing about it to me 
is that unaware to myself at the time, at least as far as I know, John Lennon and Yoko Ono released a, an album, The Plastic Ono Band, an album I never owned or had never seen before until recently. But the cover of the album is very similar to the backside of the Clouds CD, and that was not connected, at least as far as I can remember. And I thought that was kind of cool. A blue sky with this little puff of cloud right in the middle of it. Okay, so that's the cover art. Oh, and really quick, I can describe the the logo. This album, Clouds, was the first time I used the new PC3 logo. And that logo is cool because the antennas on the side of the logo come from Astra, which is the avatar that I use for Pipe Choir Records. And when I was making the Astra avatar, it was something I wanted to do for a long time. And I finally sat down and put it together. So you look at that little icon, it doesn't look like much, but a lot of time and a lot of thought went into that. And I really got what I wanted out of that little face logo. And uh, when I started to put together clouds, I decided I would take some elements of the Astra avatar and incorporate them into the PC3 logo. And, you know, I'm always playing around with art and things like that. It's something I do a lot. So even just for fun and for no good reason, I'll be, you know, playing around with some kind of idea and I'll put it aside and maybe I'll use it somewhere down the line. I had made an alternate logo to PC3, and this was one of them. I maybe made seven or eight different versions of the logo. And another cool thing I can talk about really quick, and I mention this in the description for Ad Astra 1, is I used to work at a print shop, and the print shop that I worked at was called Carry Print and Copy. Carry, print, and copy. And the logo for the place that I worked was CPC. Well, I held on to this business card from where I used to work. And uh, it was probably the best job I've ever had. The boss that I had was hands down the best boss that I've ever had. I loved him almost like a father. And I got to work with my best friend at the time, so it was just him and I working there. We were the only two employees. And my boss and his wife were just, they were just very good to me. And they were very good to my buddy too. And it was a happy place to work. And at the time that Clouds came out, I was notified that my former boss had passed away. And uh, that made me very sad. I hadn't seen him in a long time, or talked to him in a long time, and I felt really bad when he died. Well, I came across this old business card that I had kept from where I used to work, and on this business card, which I'll show you here on the screen, (laughs) um, I decided to take the logo from where I used to work and make it my logo now. So... That's what you have with the P and the C. They came directly off of the business card 
from where I used to work as a tribute to this boss that I had and his wife too. Um, these two people that I cared a great deal about and have a lot of affection for even all these years later. Um, so every time I see that logo now, I think about him because, uh, he still is important to me, even though he's not alive anymore. He reminds me of how you should be if you're the boss. Um, you know, uh, well-humored, lenient, understanding, uh, just a great guy. So, he gets yanked into this whole story now, doesn't he? Good. He lives on through me. Yeah, so that's the PC3 logo. A little bit of a story there. Now, so we get on to the music. Now that I've described the artwork, I'll talk to you now about the music. I mentioned earlier that I had found that cassette tape. It was called Galactic Central Point. It was my music, but with someone else's handwriting on the tape. So I don't have any idea what that's all about. But I found this tape. I, I liked the music. I decided to make this album, those songs I found on that tape, just stretched out for 15 minutes and updated with modern technology. And that's exactly what I did. Now, at the same time that I started to record this album, I started to have very serious health issues. Unforeseen, unexpected all of a sudden, I'm thrust into this, okay? And the prognosis was bad. And without getting into too much detail, I'll just say that it was very bad for both me and my wife. And this cloud, <laughs> it's true, this cloud of sadness came over our house and we couldn't sleep and we couldn't eat. It was like... You know, we're not old. I mean, we're not young kids, but we're not old yet. And all of a sudden, uh, this guy, me, who seems to be perfectly healthy, is all of a sudden not. And my wife and I were now having these conversations about uh, what if? How will we deal with this, you know? And it was horrible. The feeling of fear and sadness was palpable. And this is all happening right at the same time I'm starting this process of recording this music. Um, you know, one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do was record this music while being consumed by this fear and this worry. It was like so hard to focus and sit down and work every day and especially because this music was so emotional and uh, it probably sounds funny now I mean it is to me even a little bit but it was so difficult I can't stress that enough it was really something else I wouldn't wish it on anyone anyway I decided that I would refer to each song as a cloud so the first piece of music is cloud number one 
And maybe I'll play you a little clip of that demo version of cloud number one right here. Cloud number one is entitled My Best and Only Friend. And that song is a direct communication from me to my wife, I guess kind of informed by this extreme sadness and fear that she was going to be left alone and that I was going to leave her. So it was very... uh, it was very profound, for lack of a better word. It was, it was just a very direct communication to her about how I feel about her. And the title is true. She really is my best and only friend. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of people who say they are my friends. And I've had a lot of people who said they were my friends and they absolutely were not. But... She's the only one that has stuck by me through everything. When I was smart, when I was stupid, when I was successful, when I failed, she was there for everything. And now I was seriously looking down the barrel of my mortality. And at least it seemed that way. And she was too. And it was horrible. It was horrible. So that's my best and only friend. It's for her. She's cloud number one. Uh, yeah, so that's that. So then as cloud number one, my best and only friend rolls by. Then we go to cloud number two. And cloud number two is entitled, Where the River Bends. And I think I'll go right ahead and play you a clip of cloud number two, the demo version right here. reason that I called it where the river bends uh, there's that concept of like flowing down a stream that we have no control over and we're hitting a turn and we can't see around the bend we don't know what's coming we can't stop we're going in this direction and this was when uh, my issues were first kind of being dealt with They were being measured and photographed and x-rayed and all these things were happening. All these pictures were being taken, this assessment of what the problem was. Another thing that I can mention about where the river bends is that when you look at the running time for this track on the CD, it's about 10 minutes and 40 seconds long. And the rest of the tracks on the CD are about 15 And the only reason that it's that way is because the CD can only accept 
about 70 to 72 minutes of music. And when you have five songs at 15 minutes, it goes over a little bit. So I had to make a decision about one of the tracks being trimmed down, which I really didn't want to do, but I had no choice. Until they make a CD that goes longer than 72 minutes, I'm out of luck. So uh, even though this is technically an EP, there are only five tracks on this disc, it went well over an hour. (laughs) So cloud number two was ultimately the one that I chose to uh, go right ahead and trim down just a little bit. Uh, Not for any particular reason. Uh, I mean, it could have been uh, really any of the other pieces of music on the disc, but I kind of felt like I didn't want it to be cloud number one, and I didn't want it to be cloud number five that got trimmed down. And I don't know. There's no real reason. It's just that's the one that got picked. So when you look at the disc, if you buy it, and you notice that that's shorter, sorry about that, there is a 15-minute version of the song that you can download online. So that's that. Sorry about that. Anyway, so cloud number two floats by, and we have cloud number three, which is entitled Only God Decides. And I'll go right ahead and I'll play you a small section of uh, cloud number three right here. And the reason that I called it that was because this was the phase of this whole situation where they were coming up with the answer. The initial prognosis had been made. The photographs and the x-rays had been taken. Now they were coming to the conclusion. And this was when that process started. So I was in this situation where only God would decide what was going to happen. It was going to be uh, in God's hands. And it was. So, cloud number three, only God decides, rolls by. Cloud number four comes along. And I think I'll play you a little section of cloud number four, the cassette tape version that I talked about right here. And this is where the answers were definitive and the prognosis was final. I was going to be okay. And the name of cloud number four is still living alive. Uh, Three very important words to me at that time. Still living alive. Um, I think that's self-explanatory. 
I don't think I need to go into too much more about that. And uh, so cloud number four rolls by, and then you have cloud number five. Now, cloud number five was not on the cassette tape that I found. It was, however, a cassette tape from a session a long time ago. If it wasn't the last paid recording session that I did before I started to record myself at home, it was one of the last. So I'll go right ahead and play you a little clip of that cassette tape version of it right here. Cloud number five is entitled PCGCP because I was trying to reel in um, a little bit of that early cassette tape idea, that that name Galactic Central Point that I had forgotten about, and I thought it was a cool name, and uh, I thought it would be appropriate to pull it into this new project, and that's what I did, and I have PCGCP which stands for Pipe Choir's Galactic Central Point. And not because I think I'm the center of the universe, okay? It was because of that cassette tape. And I thought that it was a bit of a mouthful to have this huge sentence, so I decided to break it down into an acronym. PCGCP, Pipe Choir's Galactic Central Point. And so that was track number five. I should say also, um, when I made Clouds, it was really kind of an experiment. Like, I wasn't expecting it to do well. And what was kind of a pleasant surprise after I wound up releasing the, the music, it did really well. In fact, the track My Best and Only Friend wound up doing very well. And I don't really know why it was that one, but I'll take it. Um, My audience snapped it up pretty quick. So thank you for that. Anybody who's ever listened to my music or downloaded it or used it in a video or anything like that, thank you. Thank you for listening to it and using it. That concludes my description of Clouds. I hope that you've enjoyed it, and I gotta say, this whole album description thing really is uh, a good thing to do. So if you're an artist or musician out there listening to this, I highly recommend doing it. Go back through your old stuff and and remember, you know, remember why you were doing it and what it means. It's really a good thing to do. So that's it for right now. This is Mike Bostwick from... Pipe Choir Records, signing off for now. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.